This is Fair Issues on the Mormon Faircast. This week's article is entitled, Keeping the Faith, Tracing the Lehite's Journey Through the Wilderness, by Michael R. Ash, read by Ned Scarsbrick. This and other articles by Michael Ash can be found at DeseretNews.com. This article was used by permission of the author and the Deseret News. The Lehites were in the Valley of Lemuel long enough that Lehi's sons, as well as Zoram, married the daughters of Ishmael. Sometime later, Lehi received a revelation to continue moving into the wilderness. As we traveled for the space of four days, wrote Nephi, near the south-southeast direction, we did pitch our tents again, and we did call the name of the place Shazar. And it came to pass that we did take our bows and our arrows, and go forth into the wilderness to slay food for our family. And after we had slain food for our families, we did return again to our families in the wilderness, to the place of Shazar. 1 Nephi chapter 16, verses 13 and 14. Several decades ago, Dr. Hugh Nibley pointed out that the combination Shazar is quite common in Palestinian place names. It is a collective meaning trees, and many Arabs, especially in Egypt, pronounce it Shazar. In a typical ancient style, the word varied in spelling according to dialect and geography, but always referred to either a collection of trees or a weak but reliable water supply, which would be necessary for the growth of a clump of trees. More recently, George Potter and Richard Wellington citing a non-LDS scholar, pointed out that the ancient word Shazar means a valley or area abounding with trees and shrubs. In the Book of Mormon, Shazar is the place specifically noted where the Lehites stop to hunt for game, which would likely be found where there are trees and water in a desert landscape. Potter and Wellington explain, quote, Lehi's first camp after the Valley of Lemuel must have been an authorized halt along the Gaza branch of the Frankincense Trail. Otherwise, he would not have been allowed to stop for an extended period. And so we begin to look for a caravansary in a valley with trees that would have been a four-day journey from the Valley of Lemuel. When we examine the territory likely transversed by the Lehites, we find an interesting match for the Book of Mormon Shazar. Potter and Wellington studied the maps and writings of several non-LDS cartographers who had journeyed along the Frankincense Trail, and together the two have personally traveled to those locations to examine possible candidates. Wade Agar is about 60 miles southeast from the likely location of the Valley of Lemuel, and is described by non-LDS scholars as an oasis more than 15 miles long. We now have evidence from independent sources, write Potter and Wellington, that the first rest stop after Majin on the ancient Gaza branch of the Frankincense Trail was in a fertile valley with trees. Wadayagar and the surrounding mountains presented the best hunting opportunities along the trail. After leaving Shazar, the Lehites traveled in the most fertile parts of the wilderness. 
1 Nephi chapter 16, verse 14. As noted in a previous installment, the best reports of Joseph Smith's day claimed that southern Arabia was nothing more than a barren desert. The Book of Mormon was even ridiculed for claiming that the Lehites found fertile spots during their journey. The late 19th century explorer, Richard Francis Burton, for example, traveled in parts of this land and wrote this of his experience. Nowhere had I seen a land in which the earth's anatomy lies so barren, or one richer in volcanic or primary formations, quoted in Potter and Wellington. But Joseph Smith, or rather Nephi, who actually traveled these ancient trails, got it right. Potter and Wellington explained that not only were the large oasis towns mostly located on the frankincense trail, but also each of these oases had a farming community associated with it. In pre-Islamic times, there was a series of villages along a 215-mile section of the frankincense trail, incorporating the twelve halt settlements between Dendra and Medina. They were known anciently as Arab villages. These villages, with their cultivated lands, were linked together by the frankincense trail, surrounded by thousands of square miles of barren terrain. The cultivated land stood out from the surrounding desert like pearls adorning a chain along the south-southeastern course of the trail. Anciently, these cultivated lands were known as fertile pieces of land, just as described by Nephi. It is interesting, writes Potter and Wellington, that the name fertile parts occurs nowhere else in Arabia and is situated only on the frankincense trail, after the two locations that would appear to perfectly fit Lehi's description of both the Valley of Lemuel and Shazar. Quite a coincidence. If you like this podcast, you can help promote it by subscribing to it in iTunes or by rating it and writing a review. Post a link on your blog and Facebook page and tell your friends about us. Questions or comments about this episode can be sent to podcast at fairlds.org or join the conversation at fairblog.org. Michael Ash is the author of the book Shaken Faith Syndrome, Strengthening One's Testimony in the Face of Criticism and Doubt, as well as the book of Faith and Reason, 80 Evidences Supporting the Prophet Joseph Smith. Both books are available for purchase online through the Fair Bookstore. Music for this episode was provided courtesy of Lawrence Green. The opinions expressed in this podcast are not necessarily the views of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or that of Fair Mormon. Thank you.